Hello and welcome to the Fossil Huntress podcast. Today on the show, I'm going to take you to the Gulf Islands, which are a group of islands in the Strait of Georgia between Vancouver Island and the mainland coast of British Columbia. So wherever you are in the world, close your eyes and imagine flying over Europe or Asia, up North America to Canada, to her wild west coast, all the way to the Pacific coast to um, the Strait of Georgia and the Pacific Ocean. And then there's a little strip of land just off the mainland, and that's Vancouver Island, the bottom of which is Victoria, and then we go up to Nanaimo and all the way north to Port Hardy. But between that island and the mainland coast of British Columbia sits some of the most beautiful islands in the world. The name Gulf Islands comes from the Gulf of Georgia. So this was the original term used by George Vancouver, for whom my city is named, in his mapping of the southern part of the archipelago, which he included the San Juan Islands, although they later had to leave to a dispute. But George mapped Alaska, BC, Washington, Oregon. He did a lot of work. And so you'll hear um, Gulf of Georgia, and that's his term, and Gulf Islands, also his term. You might also hear the term Salish Sea. And this was adopted in 2010 to refer to the Strait of Georgia, the Strait of Juan de Fuca, and Puget Sound, and all their connecting and adjoining waters. So who do we include now in the Gulf Islands? For the southern Gulf Islands, we include hundreds of islands and islets that form part of a larger archipelago that includes Gabriola, Galliano, Main Island, Moresby, Pender, Prevost, Salt Spring, um, Saturna, Sydney, Thetis, Valdez. And so we also include that include the nearby South San Juan Islands of the state of Washington when we colloquially refer to this term. For the Northern Gulf Islands, um, these are Denman, Hornby, uh, Laskidi, Nelson, Texada. So we have a whole bunch of islands that we include and a whole bunch of little smaller places that we also include. Each of these islands is special in its own way today. So regardless of the plants and the geology and the paleontology, they are beautiful in their own right. They host travelers and families and art sales and pottery and delicious baked pies. So the islands hold many things for many people. I was actually speaking with a friend earlier today, Robert, who was talking about a trip to Hornby Island a couple of years ago. And I was recounting how I used to go there. Well, I still go there, but I had gone there with my friend Tina Beard. And um, the island is so warm that we were on a pie delivery day. Um, we'd taken a break from Collishaw Point and we're going to various people's homes, whether they were home or not, and dropping off baked pies. So there's a certain cultural feel to the islands that is warm and welcoming and uh, and just just marvelous. It, the islands are also naturally home to artists and pottery studios today. There's wonderful sailing around them. Uh, many of them contain petroglyphs outside of the fossils. They have a beautiful and rich First Nations history. They've got a wonderful recent local settling of Canada and, and Washington State history. So they hold many stories for many people. 
Now, an interesting little piece of geology to kind of wrap your mind around is that the, the rocks we walk across on the various islands today in the Gulf Islands didn't uh, cement or get laid down where they are today. So we might be walking across rock that holds fossils that are 72 million years old, but they didn't actually show up to our west coast until about 40 million years ago. So I want you to picture a bunch of, I don't know, marbles or pebbles or something that you put on the top of a duvet or sheet cover. And then you push that one along and it curls up and pushes forward and pushes forward until all those little hard objects, and you can picture them as islands, but an island is really a bit of land with a long skinny piece to the bedrock, to the to the plate below. And so these have been pushed north and east to slam into our coast, and that's what formed British Columbia. But it also formed the beautiful island archipelagos in between, and it formed Vancouver Island. Each of us discover and explore the Gulf Islands in our own way. So I'm interested in the geology and paleontology, but somebody might come for the sheer beauty that they can take photographs of or paint or make pottery on the islands or study the botany or the, the mushrooms or the petroglyphs. Some of those uh, individuals who've shared the islands with us today go back thousands of years. So we see petroglyphs and we see middens and we see evidence of seasonal and year-round occupation by local First Nations group, primarily the Coast Salish. Some of the most beautiful of the petroglyphs on the island are on Gabriola, and I will muck up this word, but the Sne Ne Mukwuks, or those who speak the same language, um, have a museum there where the carvings are preserved. So if you make it to the Gabriola Museum, so picture Vancouver Island, and then just off Nanaimo on Vancouver Island's east coast, there's a little tiny island called Gabriola that's really quite lovely. Um, at some point, I hope to reconnect with Rufus Churcher, who's a paleontologist who lives there, and there's a wonderful artist community. But they also have a lovely museum that contains some of these wonderful petroglyphs that you can see in person. And sometimes they've made a, a reproduction of it to sort of save the original carving, but they're wonders to explore. One of my other favorite islands to explore is Galliano. So like Gabriola to the north and Pender to the south and Salt Spring um, just to the west, the bedrock of Galliano is largely sandstone, a bit of conglomerate and shale. And these were sediments that were deposited just offshore of an ancient delta following sort of the, the crunch up or docking of Rangelia about 90 million years ago. Like its neighbors, Gabriola lies on a northeast-southeast line with ridges of sandstone and valleys of shale. And the reason for this is the alignment that has to do with the wave energy from the Strait of Georgia on the bedrock of the islands. Because sandstone, which is composed of fine grains of feldspar or quartz, and they're cemented together by even finer clay under pressure over time. And it's much harder and more resistant to weathering than shale. So the wave action over time erodes the shale, leaving long linear outcroppings of sandstone. 
In many places on Galliano, these ridges of sandstone run right into and under the surrounding waters of the strait. And this is an interesting place to look at geology, both from a geological perspective, but also from a, an archaeological perspective, because we know um, from the uh, items we find here that this has been a site that has been used and reused by various people over time. So we find um, spear points and middens and things that indicate uh, a consistent occupation occupation to about 4,000 years ago. And there's some folks working on Ice Age mammals from this area as well up at um, Simon Fraser University I'll connect with to see what they're finding. So back in the day, at some point, all of these places that we see as isolated islands were not quite so isolated. There were times when the water level was significantly lower and so swimming across or hopping and hopscotching across was entirely possible. So it gives me hope for some, some interesting finds over time, which I hope we'll see. And one of the other islands I love immensely is Salt Spring, and it's, uh, it's an island that I go back to repeatedly. Uh, it's a beautiful island of artists. It's between uh, the mainland and Victoria, so it's in that little piece, that little strip of, of the archipelago. There's beautiful, beautiful artists there that are supremely talented, and there are fossils on the island. Salt Spring has wonderful marine fossil deposits, so it's part of the Joffrey Formation, and we find ammonites there and these big inoceramid clams that we also find on Hornby Island. Whatever your experiences of the Gulf Islands, and I would love to hear more from you, and there's so much more to tell, they are beautiful at, at, at any stage in time and whatever your experience of them. So from the, the sheer beauty of walking them, sailing around them, looking at the geology, studying the botany, looking at the fossils, or eating the pie, they are wonderful places to behold. In any case, I will leave it there for today and I hope you guys are doing very well. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye.